Good morning all and Jai Sadhguru Dev. <clears throat> Before we begin this session, I would bow down and offer my prayers to the holy feet of Lord Sadhguru Dev. Please join me by closing your eyes. Om Sachidananda Sarupa Hai Mamaradhi Bhagavan Bar Bar Vandan Karo Mukti Bhed Ratgyan Adiyanta Guru Madhyame Saswat Jaako Se Amrit Antar Yami Ho Namo Namo Mamade Welcome to yet another awaited session to our weekly Sunday satsang. I am Ravi and have joined this virtual satsang from Texas. In the present era, our daily lives are perpetually consumed by the pursuit of meeting our physical and mental needs, as well as fulfilling our social obligations. Amidst the hustle and bustle of this fast-paced routine, the essential needs of our soul is often get overshadowed. Therefore, I extend my heartfelt congratulations to each and every one of us for taking your time and carving out previous time for your packed schedules to join us this virtual satsang, where we aim to nourish the needs of our soul. Our focus today will be delving into the profound insights of Sarved wisdom. Before we start the session, we would like to welcome our Sadhguru Dev and his blessings by reciting Swagat Gaan. आज स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर संत शुभागम आइए अध्यात्म विद्या दिव्य ज्योति सोमरस बरसाइए दोष दूर गुण दूर करके शुद्ध हंस बनाइए भेद गम गति ज्ञान गर्जन शक्ति द्वार हटाइए खुले द्वारा शब्द सागर भक्त जन अनहवाइए जन सदा फल विश्व शिक्षक शान आन बचाइए शान आन बचाइए Now, in the presence of Sadhguru Dev, 
our next prayer to His Holiness is the Mangal Gaan. Let us immerse ourselves in His thoughts and pray to Him to eradicate differences and ills among various classes, communities, and sections and have universal peace across. Let this earth be heavenly place with plentiful bliss, prosperity, and peace. Uh, I'm going to play Mangal Shah, Mangal Ram. विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को ध्याये वर्ग द्वंद शांति दूर कर भाव भेद मिटाये सार्वभौम समष्टि सत्ता त्यात्म राज बनाये देश भाषा भाव जगमय ज्ञान पर दर्शाइए समृद्धि सुख शांति धरातल स्वर्ग भूमि बनाइए विश्व शिक्षक जन सदापल नीति स्वर अपनाइए नीति स्वर अपनाइए Now, moving to the next section of the satsang. As we all know, Swarved holds a central place within the philosophy of Vyangam Yoga. The recitation of its verses, known as Dohe, has a profound ability to instill harmony and peace within our soul and mind, guiding us towards righteousness. Today we are joined by Sri Rang Dolasji from North Carolina, who is an individual who shares a deep connection with Vyangam Yoga. His spiritual journey has brought him to close to achieving great heights in spirituality. He is a beloved disciple of Lord Sadguru Dev. Sri Rang Dolasji has been blessed multiple times by his revered Guru. One of Sri Rangdolas's remarkable contribution lies in his ability to connect and correlate the teachings of Sarvet with various other ancient scriptures. This interweaving of wisdom from different sources enhances our understanding of his spirituality and brings to the light and universal truth. Now let's turn our attention to Sri who will elaborate on these benefits that we can all derive from profound wisdom encapsulated in Swarveda. Over to you, Sri Rangji. Thank you, Raviji. Uh, so let me share my screen.
I hope you can see my screen. Yes, we can see. So uh, thank you, Raviji. And um, um, maybe for giving me this opportunity, um, the introduction that you gave, I think that was, you know, too much for, uh, you know, me. I think you spoke many words which probably don't describe me. Uh, one thing is uh, I would like to say is I'm learning with all of you. Um, and in this, during this Sarvet Gyan, I will request each one of you to, uh, you know, correct me if I make any mistakes, because our purpose here is to understand the, you know, the true meaning of what Sadhgurudev wants us to understand. You know, we would like to stay true to the Siddhanta that Abhyangam Yoga um, has. So I request everyone um, to, you know, correct me if I make any mistakes. So before, before we begin, uh, I would like to offer my prayers at the holy feet of Sadhgurudev. So I request everyone to close your eyes and fold your hands and uh, remember Sadhguru. Bar bar vandana karum Sadhguru Deva Hamar Yaha vaha sabhatham me Mahima aparam par Sharan Sharan me Sharan E Guru Bandi Chhor Mohe Ubaro E Guru Yahasobar Niho So Jai Sadhguru to everyone again. <clears throat> so as I said before, you know, I'm also in learning phase. Um, <clears throat> so we will make this interactive session. I will uh, put my thought forward about how I understand this Doha. But again, you know, after I am, um, you know, done putting forward my thoughts, I would like to hear from all of you. Uh, I would like to learn from the wisdom that all of you, each one of you bring to the table. Uh, so with that, we'll get started. Uh, can someone uh, unmute and, you know, um, sing the Doha and then read the Bhashya? I would request anyone uh, from this uh, satsang who has joined can take this opportunity to, to read the Doha. Okay, uh, Jai Gudev. I will try to take this opportunity. Uh, so, Doha is Jigyasu Aye Sharan Atma Samar Panakin Sadguru Bhavananyame Sar Shabd Gatilin Bhasha Jigyasu Sadguru Saranagat Ho Atma Samar Panakarke Unki Ananya Sharana Bhakti Dwara Sar Shabd Ko Praptakar Usime Nirantar Lavlin Rathe Jesadu. Thank you, Lal Maniji. 
So we will try to first understand, um, you know, each word and see, uh, and then we will try to understand the whole meaning. So here, um, at the very high level, uh, Sadhgurudev is, uh, you know, talking about attaining Almighty or attaining the God, you know, uh, uh, attaining the stage of God realization. And, you know, the qualities that uh, a disciple should have to basically achieve that feat. So if we look at each uh, word here, I would like to actually start with the word Sarashabda. Uh, because Sara Shabda is basically uh, the synonym for Almighty. Uh, we know that Shabda in Hindi means sound. Um, and uh, we also know that uh, Almighty is the essence or the base or root of everything. Um, so that also means that uh, Almighty is basis of every sound that we have. Uh, however, we also know that uh, there is no vibration um, in the Sara Shabda or Paramatma. Uh, it is basically a pure bliss. Uh, there is no physical sound. It is a ocean of eternal peace. And that is why it is um, it is called as Nish Shabda uh, or with no sound. All, also referred to as a Sara Shabda. Sar means uh, basically essence, um, you know, because it is at the root of uh, creation. Um, Paramatma is referred to as Sara Shabda here. It is everywhere. It is in, you know, each sound, but there is no vibration. So that is, uh, I think that is why it is called as Nish, uh, Sara Shabda. So once we understand uh, that Sarashabda means uh, Paramatma, let's let's try to understand what Swamiji is saying here. You know what qualities a disciple should have uh, to attend uh, attain Almighty. So first one, Swamiji says that Jigyasu. So Jigyasu uh, or the Jigyasa means curiosity or inquisitiveness. Um, the Brahma Vidya knowledge is the way to attain uh, Almighty. Uh, you know this. This once we have the pure or full understanding of Brahma Vidya, that is when you know we achieve a state of uh, uh, you know Jivan Muktaatma. So it's a long process, but it starts with a jigyasa. You know we should have curiosity to understand the knowledge. You know how to attain. You know having this. Uh, uh, understanding of what is jad what is chetan what um, what is the process that a disciple has to go through uh, to attain almighty so you know this this jigyasa basically is going to help us gain the knowledge um you know the the easiest way to gain knowledge is joining satsangs because that is where this brahmavidya knowledge gets discussed that is where the brahmavidya knowledge is shared so that's the easiest uh, way to, you know, fulfill desire for spiritual knowledge. That's the fastest way to understand this knowledge because, uh, you know, various people bring their uh, perspectives on how to explain things. Um, again, you know, even though we try to bring our own perspectives, uh, our goal is to stay true to the, uh, you know, the, the Siddhant that, uh, you know, Vihangam Yuk Siddhant, we don't want to deviate away. Uh, we might bring a uh, few uh, examples to help us understand that easily. Uh, but the, you know, 
under attend attending satsangs is basically the easiest and best way to uh, fulfill your jiggyasa or the curiosity and without curiosity we will not have full understanding of this knowledge so curiosity is very essential uh, in fact if we look at uh, upanishads those those are basically um, the the word upanishada itself uh, you know can be you know it, it's basically a sanskrit word which is made up of two words upa which is uh, near and um, nishad means sitting down so basically in uh, when we put those two words together which is uh, which means that sitting near you know at the feet of master um, to understand this knowledge right so the upanishadas are basically the the jiggyasa or the inquisitiveness of ashishya and the answers given by the guru so that is how the whole upanishadas came into existence um, that that um, depicts the under, you know the importance of um curiosity or the inquisitiveness without curiosity it is very difficult to gain knowledge i mean um we when we attend satsangs we see that sometimes you know we don't know what questions to ask but uh, when other people ask question um you know you will get answers to your own questions or sometimes you did not even uh, know that you know this kind of question could be asked or you know um there is a knowledge that can be gained by simply asking a question so jiggyasa or the inquisitiveness is very very important in uh, spirituality uh, without that it is very difficult to make progress now how can we uh, you know fulfill our jiggyasa uh, satsang is one of the uh, you know uh, easiest and best way to uh, fulfill your jiggyasa or curiosity reading swarvedi is another one <clears throat> we know that uh, swami ji wrote swarvedi in uh, a state of chetan samadhi where his consciousness was united with almighty and all the experiences that we he had in that state uh, he basically wrote it in the form of uh, verses uh, and that is what we are trying to understand so <clears throat> reading swarvedi is uh, another a uh, way to stay connected with this knowledge um, and you know understand uh, brahma vidya so we have these two very uh, powerful means of gaining the knowledge you know all we need the knowledge is there but it will only come to you if we have the curiosity if we have that willingness uh, to you know approach the knowledge and try to absorb it and that is why <clears throat> curiosity is is very important uh, without curiosity we will not learn anything um, i mean we can you know if if let's say there are two students and both go to the same class uh, you know the, the same teacher is teaching them but if one student is curious he is going to learn more compared to other student who is not curious he is just you know trying to sit in the class and um, just try to learn what is uh, you know taught in the class but the real progress happens when you you know it, it is like a thread you have to catch the thread and then start pulling it you know to gain uh, more knowledge so once you go to the class your curiosity uh, the level of curiosity is going to set you apart from other students and that is where we see that even though 
you know multiple students go to the same class which then they are taught by the same teacher the same subject the understanding that they develop um it varies based on how curious they are um and and once you have curiosity you will basically um, take the knowledge that you have learned in the classroom and you will try to find more about it uh, that is where your knowledge becomes uh, stronger or you know you 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 have that very uh, you know the sound understanding of those concepts and that is why um, having the curiosity is extremely important not just in um, spiritual uh, you know from from uh, for, for the spiritual knowledge but any kind of knowledge you know this the curiosity is very important so jigyasu is very important having that quality being jigyasu or uh, inquisitive is important in the uh, spirituality <clears throat> not just spirituality but you know in overall progress of your understanding or learning process next word is um, sharan so here uh, sharan literally means you know you you have to take shelter at the feet of uh, the master um we know that without sadguru's uh, grace there is no way we can make progress in this uh, spiritual uh, in our spiritual journey um and the the reason why you have to take shelter is the the sadguru is the only entity who can um make you understand this knowledge or you know this knowledge will be flown into your soul um like we go to different teachers to uh, learn different subjects sadguru is the one who is the the eternal master uh, of the brahma vidya so if you want to learn brahma vidya the only master who holds that knowledge and can uh, flow that knowledge into any soul is sadguru uh, without sadguru's guidance without sadguru's uh, grace there is no way for any soul to attain this knowledge or you know gain this knowledge and one thing that we have to understand which is basically hard to believe uh, is we have to leave our intellect behind uh, the reason is this knowledge is beyond intellect uh, you know um swami ji always says that almighty is beyond the limits of uh, our physical organs it is beyond speech it is beyond our intellect uh, and that is the same reason why um, you know we are not able to uh, perceive uh, almighty even when it is present everywhere it is omnipresent it is present in every single atom of uh, this existence Uh, it is present in us and still we are not able to um, feel the presence of almighty and that is why because our senses or our our um, chetana or you know the conscious um, energy or the conscious ray of our uh, soul is not subtle enough or it is not developed enough to sense the almighty which is within you which is very close to you uh, and 
you know we have to basically understand that our physical organs are those are the limits you know because of those these physical organs which can only interact with physical um, physical materials we cannot sense almighty we have to go beyond and that is why when we uh, take shelter of sadguru we have to leave our intellect behind you know we we should even we we all are uh, in hindi we call it buddhi jeevi that means you know we we are uh, humans are blessed with the uh, intellect you know we we use we have that intelligence that can you know because of which we have made so much of progress however at the same time the same intellect holds us back uh, when it comes to spiritual progress because the intellect can help you progress only in the materialistic world it can only help you um, gain the uh, physical knowledge but uh, you know it is also a limitation when it comes to spiritual knowledge or brahma vidya knowledge because that knowledge can only be understood by a soul the that knowledge is for soul and that is why we have to leave our intellect behind when it comes to uh, spiritual knowledge you know um, there is a saying that you know you should go to your master with empty bowl and that's because you go there to gain knowledge um, if you go there with the bowl full full of something you know your beliefs or whatever knowledge you have gathered then how can your guru give you a knowledge in a bowl or the container which is already full and that is why it is very essential to go with the open mind um uh, take the shelter of sadguru with very open mind leave all of our beliefs away you know um sometimes what sadguru says is beyond our understanding um it is beyond our intellect and that is where the true test of a disciple is are you willing to let go of your beliefs are you willing to surrender uh, completely without any bias or any prejudice uh, that you bring you know based on your um, based on your upbringing or what we have learnt in the society if you are not ready to let it go um, you know it is very difficult to make progress so that is why uh, you know we have to take uh, you know we have to go to the sadguru with open open mind uh with empty bowl so that whatever knowledge our guru has to give there is a place in our container or you know in our soul or in our you know brain or whatever you want to call it there has to be a space made available for that knowledge to seep in uh, so that's why you know having open mind empty bowl uh, concept is very important leaving our um, you know ideologies behind is important which is very hard to do and that is why swami ji probably has written this doha saying you know when you the word sharanagat is basically you know taking shelter is is essential now when we go to uh, in fact you know um, um you ha- and we have to have you know strong belief in what our guru has to say what guru has to offer uh, in fact if you uh, read udghosh स्वामी जी से दैट यदि विधिवत तम साधन करी हो अमर लोक पहुंचाऊंगा व्हाट सदगुरु सेज इज इफ यू ट्रस्ट मी विद द प्रोसेस एंड इफ यू एंड इफ यू डू द साधन विधिवत 
the vidhivat means exactly how it has been prescribed by me now if you do that then you are going to make progress without without doing vidhivat sadhana um, we cannot make progress so that is why um, you know having the you know surrendering or you know that that, that bhav is very important the next one is atma samarpan um so in atma samarpan we have to surrender everything and it is not just samarpan samarpan means surrendering atma samarpan means we surrender ourselves uh, you know as a uh, if you read this bhashya uh, atma uh, samarpan is jeevan dan so basically uh, if you look at jeevan what is what is a jeevan you know um the conscious entity that brings make this you know brings this body uh, makes this body alive you know that that brings the chetna in the body so atma samarpan is the whole through your soul gets uh, surrendered and unless that state comes we cannot make progress um so surrendering everything means including our uh, soul and you know our soul should surrender basically because as we know this is a conscious journey this is not a journey of our indriyas this is not journey of our body uh, this is not a journey where our body is going to help us in fact uh, the this the final state is called as videha mukti where this body is left behind so you know if if we understand the concept uh the physical organs this body is not going to help us so when we surrender we have to surrender um you know as a soul we have to surrender not as a body or not as an intellect you know surrendering your intellect is first step but it has to go much deeper than that um, you know our our soul should surrender to sadguru and i know it is you know it's very easy for me to say uh, even though i am saying this i don't know how do i achieve that state i don't know you know what what is the practical way to do it but at least as a first step you have to understand that you know your mind should be ready that when sadguru says something you know we we have to trust um trust those words 100% and just you know um just change our behavior or you know take that as a order and you know um, fulfill that order so you know atma samarpan is important now basically if you really look at it um, from other perspective it is basically saying that there should not be any ego left um, you know the, it's basically a path of purifying ourselves um when we surrender to the sadguru or uh, you know the we basically surrender our karta bhav you know karta bhav is basically attitude which says that i am doing something or i am doing this um and if you really look at how the derailment of um soul happens that's the first step you know that is where the uh, the contrary knowledge begins uh, in the atma you know where it thinks that all the bliss that is experience the soul experiences when it is in the uh, union with almighty it thinks that this bliss is because of me 
and that is where the uh, derailment or you know the degradation of the soul happens and ultimately we come into this body so i think all this is you know kind of connected um, without uh, letting uh, go of our ego that is probably the first thing that happens you know uh, uh, brings the uh, the, the uh, first knot of agyan or the contrary knowledge uh, <clears throat> so we we have to make sure that the ego is left behind and when we surrender we basically just you know do it fully again i it's easy for me to say it don't know exactly how to achieve it but i have full faith that one day uh, sadguru himself will teach all of us how to get into that state um, so that is what i would pray to uh, the holy feet of sadguru that one day each one of us understands how to get into that stage uh, <clears throat> so oops give me a second can you see my screen it's black okay hold on i don't know what happened okay sorry looks like i touched next button okay so <clears throat> these uh, being jigyasu uh, surrendering uh, you know uh, taking shelter of sadguru surrendering to uh, uh, sadguru with you know whole atma samarpan uh, are the essential qualities to attain uh, parmatma however if you look at it uh, the most important thing that uh, swami ji is trying to highlight in this doha is sadguru bhava ananyame so all these things we have to do in with in in front of sadguru right so even though our ultimate goal um is basically to attain almighty uh the most important part of this dua is uh, you know surrendering to the sadguru um without uh without surrendering to sadguru we cannot attain almighty uh swami ji always says that prathama milana guru fir prabhu so what swami ji is saying here is without guru there is no way we can unite with almighty um and you know that that uh, highlights the importance of guru or the sadguru not any other guru but sadguru swami ji did not say that guru bhava ananyame swami ji wrote here sadguru bhava ananyame as we discussed earlier brahma vidya knowledge is only taught by sadguru and that is the only knowledge which will Uh, eliminate all the uh, contrary knowledge that we have that it is the knowledge basis of all knowledge so unless we understand and you know the, the entire brahma vidya knowledge um basically is uh flown into a soul uh, you know all these we will still continue with these you know contrary beliefs and you know um we will still be limited with our physical knowledge and that is why we have to uh, surrender to the sadguru not any other guru um 
so that is the importance here you know sadguru is the one who can uh, help us achieve our ultimate our ultimate uh, goal and you know there is basically no other way to unite with almighty without uniting with the guru um, so um if we look at uh, guru vandana as well guru vandana says that you know it actually puts all this together so guru vandana says that jigyasu panase devu shiksha um so um who is you know that guru vandana we are actually requesting or praying to the guru or uh, not the guru but the sadguru um uh to give us this knowledge so with this jigyasu panase devu shiksha is this jigyasu pan with my curiosity i am requesting to understand this brahma vidya knowledge and from whom directly from the sadguru uh now if you look at udghosh udghosh says that yadi vidhivata tum sadhana karyo amar lok pahunchaunga so um uh, swami ji also says that ava gaman mitaunga so who is saying that you know sadguru entity itself saying that uh, i will do it if you follow the um, process as exact exactly as prescribed by me the the responsibility of Uh, taking soul to amar lok uh, or uniting a soul with almighty um, is the you know that guarantee is given by sadguru and with those words i think we can understand the power of sadguru and the importance of sadguru in our spiritual journey um so again you know if we look at that proclamation it was made by sadguru himself um, you know so basically all the literature that swami ji has written uh, in the state of samadhi we, we see that it it gives uh, the same message it give it it explains how important uh, the sadguru is in a disciple's life to attain almighty um and you know you, you swami ji always says you know in multiple amrutvanis swami ji has said that almighty will give you everything you know all the pleasure in this world everything that you need uh, um, as a human or not not as a human you know for every every um, uh, every sharira dhari or you know every animal that lives on this planet um, you know you call it animal cell virus bacteria whatever you want to call it any pleasure they want almighty will give them however what almighty doesn't give is himself and you know swami ji also says that only sadguru is capable of giving almighty now this people might question this right how how is this you know why if almighty is everywhere he is the supreme power why does he not give himself you know based on how a person um is behaving or you know how the behavior is why only sadguru if you really think about it it is a very clever and divine design uh, it is you know probably uh, beyond our understanding if just imagine that if almighty can give himself a question might arise of being you know partial you know why or fav- favorism right uh, why almighty um, decided to you know uh, give salvation to one soul versus other right uh, and we know that um, almighty is is not he, almighty is basically not doing any karma right he is he is a karma he is just a there as a uh, witness of everything and i think that is why the divine design is 
you know for paramatma or almighty not to give himself because that is an action which is happening um, also that can you know arise a question of partiality he saying you know why paramatma decided to uh, give salvation to one soul versus other and you know <laughs> i think that is why um, the re- the the decision of um you know who can unite with almighty is not the decision that almighty makes himself that decision is left to sadguru uh so the uh, it, it is very divine design initially you know it was very difficult for me to understand but you know this concept helped me or this thought process helped me to understand why it makes perfect sense uh, so it it seems like you know uh, counter intuitive but that that is i think the that 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 is how the divine design is um in fact you know it's i don't know if this exactly fits into this narrative but i would still like to put this uh, example forward so you know the, the best way for siblings to share a single sandwich is when one sibling cuts it and another uh, uh, sibling basically uh, chooses which portion he or she gets right uh, and that way basically it is an impartial uh, way to make a decision uh, or you know a, a decision where sandwich gets cut exactly in the half you know it, it's you know if if uh, elder sibling is given uh, the right to make all the decisions then there can be partiality you know saying because you know i am elder i am going to take bigger half uh, for myself and going to leave smaller half for the uh, younger sibling right so this analogy might help you um, understand why this divine design works um, and why it is probably made that way i don't know if that makes exact you know it fits that narrative but it uh, i thought that this example might help you know leaving decision to someone else uh who will be uh, impartial so um so basically uh even though you know almighty is always impartial we know that um you know he is uh his the knowledge of almighty never changes it is it remains at the same level and it is uh it is paripurna or complete with knowledge uh you know this this design basically makes sure that there is no room for any doubt about who attains almighty and hence basically uh, the sadguru makes this decision and uh, you know the best part is sadguru will not just make decision but uh, throughout the process sadguru is going to guide us you know he is going to do the hand holding he is going to basically give us uh, a proper path um uh, to attain this uh, you know our ultimate goal all we have to do is basically surrender to the ultimate decision maker uh, and you know the ultimate guide of how to attain almighty so i think uh, th- that is what swami ji is trying to say here um i probably to little liberty to you know introduce some of my thought process into this uh if i have made any mistakes or if i have you know deviated too much from swami ji's siddhanta please correct me uh but with this i would uh, you know um, stop here and hand control back to ravi ji
थैंक यू श्री रंग जी डू एनी बडी हैव एनी क्वेश्चन Yes, sir. Good day. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? I just wanted to confirm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was very nice uh, explanation, Shyamji. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but you know, uh, during your uh, explanation, there were a few, uh, uh, I would say, uh, heavy words, maybe for a few people. So, and uh, i know that uh, your uh, analogy is very good you explain uh, normally things very well so that's why i'm just asking a uh, few questions if you can elaborate more on that uh, one of the statement that you said is that uh, parmatma is beyond intellect so uh, you know many a time i i i mean at least uh, uh, with me i know that uh, i don't know where is my intellect uh, ending and how i mean not able to i'm not able to perceive or kind of understand you know um, what does that mean uh, where the intellect ends there starts the existence of uh, parmatma or at least you know um, to reach to parmatma your uh, intellect doesn't help uh, can can you just elaborate more on this so, so we all can understand thank you uh thank you lalmanji for that question it is i think uh, difficult to explain but i am um, going to try to explain it with uh, what i heard from uh, one of the uh, shows that i watched on netflix so um you know it, the, it, basically the explanation uh that was given uh, was about a higher dimension so currently we know that there are three dimensions right uh, so with the uh, three dimensional model um, we can represent any point um, in this universe and we can exactly pinpoint where it is uh, how and that is what our and you know beyond third dimension we cannot think um, so for us the three dimensions basically is the limit to what we can explain what we can perceive what we can see and what we can represent you know that is where the um, um, I, i don't want to say science ends but you know um, our our you know uh, general understanding ends uh, and how, how do we understand that there is a higher dimension right how how can we perceive that for for that um, you know the, the the explanation that they give us imagine that you are living in a 2d world where you just have x and y coordinates there is no z coordinate to represent third dimension right uh, so for you because because you know you're living in a two dimensional world you cannot perceive that there is a higher dimension uh, you know the the z coordinate is there which can help you basically elevate yourself to next dimension uh, and that is where our perception ends you know living in two 2d models uh, and, and i think that, that that is exactly how this you know spiritual you know higher dimension exists which is beyond our physical imagination uh, we cannot e- imagine anything beyond third dimension you know we can we can just find a 
you know a, a point or coordinate um in in 3d uh, or the three dimensions but if you talk about four dimension we cannot imagine how to represent it right and that is where our intellect is struggling to understand the almighty because it is beyond these three dimensions these three dimensions are within prakriti um, in fact um, the uh, the buddhi is also a, a you know jad entity um, it is made up of sat raj and tama uh, these three uh, you know uh, gunas of prakriti so that is why you know it is very difficult for us to imagine that there is a dimension higher than uh, what we can perceive uh, with these uh, physical organs uh, <clears throat> and if you talk to realized yogis right they can tell you that in fact you know yogi can actually just look at another yogi and understand uh, that you know that person is a elevated being we cannot do that uh, that doesn't mean that it is you know that person is not elevated person um again the other example that i uh, took was uh, you know almighty being present everywhere uh, and uh, we are still not able to perceive it and that is because it is in a different dimension you can imagine that we are in kind of a bubble and until we come out of our bubble we cannot explore the world which is beyond bubble uh and that is where you know the buddhi is basically is it's base uh, inside that bubble you know that the 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 reach of our knowledge or reach of our buddhi or intellect can go up to certain extent and almighty you know is beyond that plane uh, uh, i think maybe i'm um, you know i'm not sure if i'm explaining it uh, properly but you know that is what i can uh, think of uh, again using my own intellect or what i have um uh, you know heard on some of the uh, science shows that i watched and also you know uh, listening to uh, sadguru's vani in fact there is a, um, a santa prabhu says Uh, i'm actually not able to recollect it fully uh, it says that parmatma har jagah maujood hai fir kyun nazar aata nahi i'm not able to recollect the exact words uh, and then there is a second line which actually explains why and unfortunately i'm not able to recollect that if someone uh, can recollect that please uh, please share uh, but that is where um, you know it, it explains you know even though it is everywhere uh, we we cannot experience it because of our physical limitations so i'm not sure if i was able to answer your question but that is uh, all i can uh, think of right now uh, thank you thank you very much uh, srirangi so in in a simple word probably uh, i i take it as uh, when you say that intellect uh, is jada buddhi is jada um, i i take it like okay say some per- somebody is a very intellectual person um, you know um, uh, and if i take the analogy uh, i have a car uh, that represents my intellect that car has a very powerful engine very big tank with you know full gas um very shiny very new car uh, 
kind of a brand new car and um, you know somebody gave me um, uh, a goal to achieve some point so i'm ready with my intellect uh, kind of ready with the car with the full tank and uh, very powerful engine and kind of i start driving to reach to that uh, uh, reach to that point where uh, you know um, i would say that uh, uh, i'm i'm ready i started with that but the problem comes when i came to know that my higher dimension when you're talking so higher goal is actually the uh, say 50000 uh, high from the sea level um, that is my point to reach so in spite of having my car with the powerful engine full tank even if i spend whole day and night and months uh, through the car i cannot reach that high because uh, the the goal is uh, at a 50000 height you know um, so for that uh, my car doesn't help probably i need to uh, take help of aeroplane or rocket or something else um, probably I, i take it as that you know so intellectual basically the intellect ends right there it doesn't have that dimension to go to that uh, z axis um, we we can just move only x and y two dimensional something like that right Yes. Yeah, and also while you're saying right, I realized that we we talked about Jad, but we did not explicitly talk about Chetan, uh, because there are two. You know, that's the difference between um, soul and the body. Uh, so soul is basically uh, a conscious entity, and the dimension, the you know, the maybe. Uh, maybe the fourth dimension that we cannot access right now is the conscious dimension uh, and that can only be accessed by soul uh, uh, another thing to look at it is uh, the the sukshmata um, so we know that you know going bigger doesn't necessarily be you know means that you are being powerful you know in physical world it is exactly opposite uh you know we see that the cars with bigger engine are more powerful but in adhyatma it is exactly opposite the more subtle you become the more powerful you become or you know your energy um level uh, or, or 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 the, uh, the your abilities i would say uh, uh increase you know um if you compare parmatma with any other entity um, we know that parmatma is uh, the, the the sukshma se sukshma or the tiniest entity or the most subtle entity that we have and that is how it is you know uh, omnipresent you know being so subtle that it can be present everywhere at once uh, that is not possible with our soul right because uh, the sukshmata or the the tininess i don't know if tininess is the correct re- representation of the sukshmata uh, but uh, you know uh, uh, you know there is lot of i would say baggage that we carry around and because of that we cannot pass through that small dimension that we have to uh, to attain almighty uh, if if you actually um, you know talk to uh talk about the fifth level where uh, soul gets guided by sadguru to unite with almighty uh we we have learned that our uh 
the the uh, chetana or the chetan shakti of atma which is called as surati has to still become further subtle uh, you know all the uh, adi, you know it, at that point we are already in our chetan state um, not full chetan state but you know in in uh, way, way more i would say uh, uh, you know um, way better than what we are today even that state is not enough to unite with almighty and that is where the uh, surati has to become more subtle become nirati and then only we can unite with almighty so if you really look at it we are actually adjusting our dimensions uh, to become subtler and subtler to the extent that we can be compatible uh, with almighty uh, again i don't know if that's the correct word to use uh, but for lack of better word i think you know we have to make ourselves compatible to understand or unite with uh, almighty uh, and that that is what i think uh, you know um, that is why buddhi is not able to understand that because it is uh, you know more uh, you know it is way grosser uh, than the uh, almighty so until your buddhi becomes so sukshma uh, and again you know that's where the you know jad jad things cannot experience chetan uh, chetan entities and that is why i think Uh, it is very hard to explain for me i think uh, you know vijay ji probably would be explaining it way better in fact lalmani ji you can also explain it way better but i think that is what uh, you know i'm i'm trying to say i'm struggling for words but uh, you know being sukshma or being subtler is is the key here you know that is where the, the you know we can access next dimension yeah, yeah thanks uh... Shrirangji, uh, I think Garima ji has one question. She has raised her hand. Jai Sadhguru, Jai Shrirangji. I have one question. Uh, obviously, uh, the sush and uh, stool is very high level, and uh, by the time um, I wanted to ask if you can just uh, clearly for everybody. Uh, state the vidhivat sadhan vidhi what is the exact vidhivat sadhan would in, incorporate like thank you so uh, what i would say uh, we can connect you karma ji separately is it fine with you to state the entire complete process of the vidhivat sadhan so that is uh, so i'm already already uh, been initiated and i know but i just wanted again if you can just reiterate what if what is the methodology i know the methodology but for everybody's uh, if you don't mind is it possible or not yeah, so whatever yes, you say yes yes so i would request uh, vijay ji uh, if you are on, on call please take this question and explain to everybody yeah Jai Sudev, everyone. Jai Sudev, Garima ji. Have you have you joined from UK, Garima ji, or you're in US? Yes, yes, I am. I'm from UK, from London. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you've got time to join us. <laughs> well, yes, yes, always. I always I listen to your YouTube uh, thing also. It's so like I think so. Most of the survey, we have some your knowledge I've gained from US uh, satsangs only, to be honest. So I really appreciate. Uh, 
uh, that's why I, I I was I could ask this question. Do I know exactly what is the thing? And we we have Swamiji here in UK, and you got you. आप लोगों के पास भी वहाँ पर US में भी आए थे Swamiji. So please, आप एक और बार बताएंगे वो विधिवत साधन जो है. तो यदि विधिवत साधन करियो. Yeah, there is there is one more component. Uh, in vidhivat sadhan which is about sadguru so i would first start with one uh, very divine sansmaran about sadguru dev we all know that the bhagavad gita is uh, composed of 701 shlokas right so and we know that the vartaman sadguru dev has done the bhashya the explanation of those dohas so there is a vihangam yog uh owned book uh, on bhagavad gita bhash which is composed by vartaman sadgurudev so the way this uh, bhagavad gita was written uh, the the basically the bhashya of bhagavad gita was composed by sadgurudev is very very divine sadgurudev said okay so it has about 700 shlokas so that means i need to do the bhashya of two doha every day so on an average in a year i will be able to complete it two dohas every day swami ji was on a prachar tour you know during that year when this bhashya was completed swami ji was on a prachar tour and last few months swami ji was with sachidanand bhaiya and buddev bhaiya my own bhaiya actually buddev bhaiya is my bade bhaiya and sachidanand bhaiya is my maternal uncle's son mamire bhaiya and they were with swami ji 24 hours and you know that when uh, you were with swami ji then um, all the nitty gritty you know things you take care so that swami ji does not have to uh, worry for little things anybody offering something or you have to pass on something from swami ji to someone you become the medium for that so when swami ji was on the trip they all knew that swami ji has to write bhashya for two doha every day to complete bhagavad gita bhashya and they were utterly surprised swami ji was on a tour swami ji will come back it will be night swami ji will sleep swami ji will wake up swami ji will again go for a tour and the days just went by that they did not see swami ji holding a pen to write the bhashya for bhagavad gita and when the one year was over swami ji gave a piles of papers to buddev bhaiya and said today this is complete please go and take it to jusi ashram for printing 
एंड बोथ ऑफ देम सचिदान भैया एंड बुद्धदेव भैया स्टार्टेड लुकिंग एट ईच अदर स्वामी जी सिंह टूडे इट इज कंप्लीट फॉर पास टू मंथ्स आई हैव नॉट सीन स्वामी जी होल्डिंग अ पेन ऑल आई सी हिम इज बिजी इन द प्रोग्राम एंड देन टेकिंग रेस्ट wake up and then again back to the same routine there was no occasion where they saw swami ji holding a pen to write the bhashya of bhagavad gita and they were all thinking you know within their mind looking at each other and swami ji says aap log jo soch rahe hain wo sahi hi hai whatever you guys are thinking is actually right man ek bar mein ek cheez kar sakta hai no this limitation is with the mind that the man that it can do only one thing at a time lekin sadguru to anant cheeze kar sakta hai no ek chhan mein but sadguru can do infinite things at a single moment so when we are talking about sadguru we see walking talking sleeping eating sadguru at one instance the form the personality that is in front of us but what other actions sadguru is taking from which level is not in front of us we often get confused with his one instance of representation which is a human representation in front of us we get confused because what we see is the peripheral human representation of sadguru and we see him walking talking you know eating sleeping doing pravachan but that is just one peripheral human instance of sadguru but what sadguru is doing along with having his representation in front of us only sadguru knows nobody can know how he does and to their surprise to buddhdev bhaiya and sajan bhaiya surprise sadguru also handed over the piles of paper which had the handwritten translation i mean the bhashya of bhagavad gita and they know that sadguru himself wrote it because the handwritings were of sadguru dev so what does it mean it means sadguru dev is writing that also in some other instance of his existence and he they were saying that you know in during those uh, prachar yatra they were actually sleeping in the same room where swami ji was sleeping swami ji was on the bed and they used to sleep on the ground and where did sadguru dev brought where did sadguru dev bring those piles of paper is also a mystery for them so they were just making this assumptions then it simply means that swami ji 
though was sleeping here in the room, but you know, Swamiji might be in Juicy Ashram or somewhere writing those every day while we see him sleeping on the bed here. And then every day, Swamiji is doing that two slokas every day. And then once one year is over, Swamiji is also able to bring those piles of papers from God knows where to the same place in the Prachar Daura. During the Prachar Daura, Swamiji is on the trip, on the go. Ideally, all these papers should have been handled by Sachidanand Bhaiya or Buddhev Bhaiya every day. But they didn't know from where Swamiji brought those papers and said, Today, the Bhashya is complete. Please go get it printed in Jusi Ashram. And Buddhev Bhaiya took those papers to Jusi Ashram and then came back for the further journey in Prachar Daura. That means Prachadara was still on. It was not that it was done. During those Prachadara, during those trips in disseminating this knowledge, Sadgurudev divinely wrote Bhagavad Gita Bhash. So what it means is the Bidhivat Sadhan that we want to attain the primest ingredient of the Vidhivat Sadhan is Guru Bhakti. Only when we realize that Prabhu Prasad Sadguru Daya Mana Hoe Swadhin Anya Yukti Koi Nahi Lage Sadguru Charana Adhin. Only when we realize the opportunity that we have today when Sadhguru Dev is with us, then we will know that, you know, no money, no time is enough for us to say that if I give this much to Sadhguru, then that is enough for me, for my seva. Because only with great fortune, only with rarest fortune, the time of Sadhguru will come for you. Sadhguru is here with you, with us in America. This is the greatest fortune for us. Swamiji sometimes also openly says about it. That, Haan, ye to Mahabharat kaal se Sadhguru ka intajar kar rahe hai. Sometimes Swamiji will be little open about how rare it is that we have the time with Sadhguru Dev today. Haan, ye to Vedic kaal se intajar kar rahe hain, aur ye to Ramayan kaal se intajar kar rahe hain, ye to Mahabharat kaal se intajar kar rahe hain. Sometimes Sadhguru opens up about this. And or Katenki Dekhi Ajvimeni in Kuchitaya Lekin Dekhi Aj Inka Sanskar Asahe Kya Sadguru ki Talashkar Rete Lekin Aj in Kuchitane Kebadabi Yemoka ko Pakadanhi Pai. 
even after I reminded him, him of Sadhguru's presence. But today, this person, this fellow has certain sansakara which has prohibited him to come in the shelter of Sadhguru. Though he was looking for Sadhguru for yugas, forget about just one Kali Yuga, from Satya Yuga or from Dwapar Yuga, their souls were waiting for the right opportunity where the soul is in the human form and the Sadhguru is present in the human form. And so nothing, nothing can compare with the opportunity that we have today. No matter how much we offer is less in front of the grace, the blessings that the God has given to us in terms of having time with Sadhguru Dev. And that time in America is going to end in this trip tomorrow when Swamiji will depart from America to India. Swamiji has said that this opportunity will continue to come for America every year if we make the residence for Sadhguru Dev. If we make the residence for Sadhguru Dev. I would say our life will be worth if we can contribute to the best of our ability for the construction of Acharya Nivas as soon as possible in America. Our life will be worth if we can do that much also in this life. So we must ponder upon this, make the best opportunity for our own growth by having Sadhguru in America as often as possible. And Sadhguru Dev has also openly said this about Acharya Nivas in America. Sadhguru wants Navy members to take this opportunity. Sadhguru wants Navy members, North America Institute of Vihangam Yoga members to take this opportunity I just want to give a glimpse of what it means because it is important for us to understand when Sadhguru wants to give something big to any Shishya, just like any examination, only when you qualify that examination, then you are promoted to certain things. What Sri Rangji started with the Doha. He said, Jigyasupanse Dehu Shiksha. The very next stanza after that is Jigyasupanse Dehu Shiksha Kari Pariksha Ratraha. Swamiji constantly test the disciples. And when Swamiji is pleased with any disciple, then only he will take the final examination. He will test thoroughly. And then when he finds, yes, this Shishya is truly surrendered to me. He will test our 
surrendership are we surrendered just in words or we have truly surrendered our life jeevandan atmasamarpan is jeevandan meaning surrendering our life itself meaning aligning our life to the goals of what sadguru dev wants that is jeevandan when you live for sadguru jeevandan means you live for sadguru dev that is jeevandan so more intense become our spiritual goal more intense will be the examination also by sadguru dev so that sadguru dev timely can give us the blessings and the energy and the power and the siddhis and anubhav the experience for that sadguru dev has to test when we qualify sadguru dev then blesses and sadguru dev test hard you know please believe me sadguru dev is soft and hard both at the same time sadguru dev will not leave any opportunity of you losing this battle so sadguru dev will harden you sadguru dev will prepare you very hard before he gives you the spiritual wealth to you so that you don't lose it he will make sure that your patra our patra is capable enough to hold the spiritual wealth that is going to deliver to us and for that he will test our nature because this patra is made of the virtues he will test our virtues what virtue do we have in our character is it good enough to hold the spiritual wealth that sadguru dev wants to give to us if not there'll be more exam in that exam even if we are failing that is also good because sadguru dev wants us to realize our shortcomings through those failures but if sadguru dev is still allowing us to offer service if if we are still in the service in the seva despite those failures that means we are still in the process sadguru dev wanted us to fail and realize that these were the shortcomings now fulfill it fulfill it do better with it and next time do what is supposed to be done so sadguru dev is very kind sadguru dev is very kind even in hardship of seva that sadguru dev gives to us is a hidden mercy and kindness and this has been my and many disciples personal experience that every hardship that we make for sadguru whether it be physically mentally financially or any form you will later only feel blessed and you'll feel grateful that you could get a chance to do it because what sadguru does afterwards you cannot even imagine in in what different ways sadguru dev 
rewards his disciple you you cannot even imagine at this point of time so all these samsmarans about sadguru dev and the way he functions is there to reignite within us what sadguru we are dealing with today what is the opportunity that we have today in the form of vartaman sadguru dev do you think that he is walking talking but he is constantly working at a different divine zone and sadguru dev does not say anything casually we think that he is saying things casually but there are some meanings that you will come to know only when you progress in your life about that so about navi ashram the the day i heard it about the vihangam yoga ashram the day i heard it that sadguru dev wants we shishya in america to make the ashram that day i realized oh my god sadguru dev is finally paying attention to our growth sadguru dev really wants us to pay attention to this opportunity so that sadguru dev wants to prepare us to the next level now so it is up to us now to grab this opportunity no matter how much hardship we have to take in our life but we have to make sadguru acharya nivas in america with our own cumulative effort we should not let this opportunity slip to anybody else we all navy members must do our best to to at least build the acharya nivas in time and then the ashram constructions which is a bigger project sadguru dev has decided to take the seva from somebody else along with us but acharya nivas specifically swami ji wanted navy members to do their best for the construction this is a very great opportunity for us very great opportunity we are not realizing how fortunate we are swami ji says sabse main seva leta nahi main seva lauta bhi deta hu swami ji does not accept seva from everybody only chosen ones when sadgudev agrees for the seva the seva opportunity comes to us and we have this opportunity with us only because sadgudev has chosen us for our upliftment for something divine that we don't know we don't know sadguru knows we are very fortunate about it so one of the topmost ingredient for bidhivat sadhan is this very feeling that you may have right now for sadguru dev this very feeling about sar shabd guru ek hai ya me bhed namaan bhed maan bhav koop pade nirbhedi nirvan when we understand that the sadgurus whose sanidhya we are going to get tomorrow for the last day in this trip is invaluable invaluable our one day you know time with sadguru dev cannot compare to your whole month of salary of or whole year of salary of whatever job you are doing one day of sadguru dev sanidhya is more valuable than that 
we will realize that when we meditate and spiritually reach to a level where you start experiencing what Sadhgudev is in reality. We are very fortunate about it. So, Vidhivat Sadhan, the first ingredient is this very sense of devotion and this very sense of acceptance that Sadhguru is going to do everything in my Vidhivat Sadhan, in my Sadhan. Sadhguru is the doer. I am only one to get into the process. But Sadhguru Dev is the doer in my Vidhivat Sadhan. And that's why daily prayer is one of the integral part of Vidhivat Sadhan. That's why every day, in fact, the complete Vidhivat Sadhan begins with prayer to Sadhguru Dev. First, we should pray to Sadhguru Dev. Whatever mode of prayer we have learned, Swagat Gan, Mangal Gan, Vandana, Arti, Shanti, Pat, you know, do the prayer with utmost devotion in our heart so that you are disconnected from the whole world and you are filled with Sadhguru devotion before you sit for meditation. Sadhguru Dev says that the Bidivat Sadhan includes the Bidivat prayer also to Sadhguru Dev. And then you settle yourself physically, mentally, you know, by making certain poses and also doing some breathing and then chanting Gayatri Mantra and then eventually, you know, setting your consciousness to the point of concentration. This is what is Vidivat Sadhana. Yes. Thank you, Vijay ji. Um, Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Yeah, indeed, I want to, you know, echo what Vijay ji has said. Uh, here, satsang, seva and sadhana are the three pillars of uh, any spirituality. And... Uh, Sadhgurudev has blessed us with his presence in U.S. and has hinted us to do seva from our tan, man, dhan. And uh, building a acharnivas should be prime objective for all of us. Yes, Sadhguru Dev, Ravi Shankar Ji, I just wanted to express my bhav. So Vidya Ji, I think he explained it in a very divine way. Um, and um, uh, he summarized pretty much the essence of how to do bhakti. And uh, the, the uh, you know, uh, there's multiple ways uh, people can actually get there. The answer is exactly that, which is uh, sabhav. That is the origin of uh, bhakti, which is uh, our relationship to Guru and Govinda's uh, das. We can only give 
and not ask for anything. That is the contract. This is the divine contract, which we call bhakti. And that is the only vehicle that takes a bhakt to Bhagwan. Uh, bhakt, bhakti, Bhagwan. So you can imagine taking a space shuttle from the planet Earth to the planet Mars, let's say. So, um, I would say, just say, you know, this is very, uh, we are very um, uh, lucky, you know, it's a small word to use, uh, to at least know what Sadhguru wants from us. That itself is a very, very big opportunity for the bhats in the US. Very, very specific. And um, I think the only thing that I have to basically follow up with Vigaji uh, is, please let us know what is the schedule when the ashram has to be ready and and how, you know, tan man dhan, like if somebody is capable by bhai dhan, how much we can help contribute, please feel free to tell us. I think uh, we will do all the best. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Niranjanji. Yeah, today indeed we have some... Um... We'll, we'll we'll discuss that about and we'll we'll circulate the message across. Uh, but uh, rightly said, Niranjanji, uh, bhakti is something like it is a state. By our mind, just imagining bhakti will not is is not going to happen. So there are a set of actions we need to take. Uh, seva satsang sadhana is the way, uh, and niyamit is the key. Right, and uh, the ultimate bhakti will happen only with the Sadguru Kripa, and Sadguru Kripa is equal to Sadguru Prasan. Sadguru Prasan is equal to whatever the desire or the direction or the agya or the nirdesh given by Sadguru. If we follow it, things will happen. So, there are a set of sequence. Even in this spirituality or the spiritual world, we need to follow it. And uh, I think Vijayaji and Sri Rangji has already said that, uh, like uh, with the with the couplets and uh, with uh, Vijayaji explaining with the Sansparan and uh, you know uh, the intent of uh, you know Sadhguru's presence in U uh, U.S. recently. So there was a big and very big motive behind that. In Sadgurudev Amritwani, Swamiji has said that he himself was, there was exact word I'm not following, but the intent was he himself was, uh, you know, in a, some kind of a thing, how the ashram is going to be constructed in the US, how the Visprachar will happen. So, Bade Swamiji, Sadguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj has already did the Bhavishwani in his Samadhi Zavastha. And he just said that, okay, this has just happened now. Like for last six months or one year, nobody was knowing. Like this will happen. This is going to happen. Nobody has any idea in US. So Sadhguru Dev knows what is the, you know, uh, things, uh, what all events is going to happen. He sees the past. He sees the present. He sees the future. Past, as Vijay, uh, Vijay Ji has said that, he sees the past of each and every soul from Satyuk to Dwaparyuk to Treta Yuk to Kalyuk 
He sees the future of the soul also. So he knows each and every state of mind of each soul. What is his level of sadhana? What is his level of spirituality? And based on that, he knows how to correct him. Now for us, this is an auspicious opportunity or, or you can say like opportunity of your lifetime uh, to, to participate in this, uh, the most sacred thing we could have ever do. Think it as a yaj, yajna. And, uh, uh, you know, try to be a part of Sadhguru Dev's, uh, you know, the, the desire or, or, or the uh, spiritual mission, uh, you know. So, uh, seeing like the, the time has already, you know, um, I'm doing the time check, it is already 11. So, if anybody have any further things to add in a brief, they can do that. Uh, else, uh, we will, um, we'll, we'll um, you know, uh, move to the last segment of the satsang. Anyone? Okay. Thank you, uh, Sri Ranji. I, I want to share my screen and uh, yeah. Here is. Uh, uh, so we are almost at the you know uh, last segment of the screen, but before uh, going to the you know the uh, uh, prarthana. Um, I would like to say like Navy is conducting a Brahmurat uh, sadhana uh, where people used to join at uh, 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. in the morning of their own time zone. And uh, you do your sadhana and there is a WhatsApp group. Once you are done with your sadhana, you um, just uh, do a thumbs up over there or, or done messages uh, texted on that group. So for <clears throat> there are two segments of it. One is warrior of the week. Warrior of the week is like uh, regular uh, regularly people who are waking up in the Brahm Murat and doing the sadhana for a continuous long period of time. And there is inductees of the week means in a given week uh, anyone can do just one or two, but not regularly the whole week. We call them as inductees. So this week we have Surya Lam Rajuji Tejinderji as a warrior of the week and uh, as inductees we have amit talikar ji bhagwati patel ji tipti ji lalmani ji maya ji om sai ram ji ranjita ji shrirang ji tanuja ji and yogesh shagar ji uh, thank you so much there is no session to join once uh, you are part of that group you just need to text to that um, group and uh, and um, that's it. If anybody is interested to do a Brahmurat Sadhana, please uh, let me know. I'll add you to the to that group. Thank you. Now, we have reached the last phase of today's uh, satsang. In this phase, uh, we will sing Vandana, Aarti and Santi part. And for Vandana, Aarti and Santi part, uh, I'm going to play the the track.
vandana. Prabhukalpa santa samajutama sarva dharma achanya he jiminajya sriti sindhu ki he vishpatata mayakarya he Apusata Sanja Samajatira Aparaksha Kijie Janasadaka Janabakti Vridina Dina Kijie. Thank you. Thank you, Devji. Um, um. Aarti is another prayer offered to Sadhgurudev. Uh, here we acknowledge the power of Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, love and freedom from worries under His holy guidance. I request everybody to stand up for the Aarti. I would request uh, Devji to sing the last few lines of Aarti. Guru Marathi Gati Kanjama Sivaka Nayana Chakur Palaka Palaka Nirata Rahe Urumarati Kio Shwait the Shwait, my Shwait the He Shwait the Shwait, my Shwait Tina Pada Mriti Bara Shwait Muhammad Saba Sunyapara Adara Dara Adara Kipa Tahansa Dafalagara Kia Holy Pada Sansar. Thank you, Devji. <clears throat> now everyone can sit down for the final prayer, Santi part. In the Santi part we chant. For peace for everyone who exists in this universe. May Sadhguru Dev bless the entire cosmos with peace, love, and prosperity. I would now request Devji to recite the last few lines of Shantipat for us. Shantipat. <clears throat> hey Prabhu Shanti Sarupaho. Shanti Shanti Maya Shanti 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 Jana Shanti Ho Purna Shanti Maya Shanti E Prabhu Shanti Pradhanakara Durdaho Sarva Shanti Deva Sadafala Shanti Maya Shanti Shanti Sukha Shanti Thank you. Thank you, Dave Ji, for beautifully you know, singing Vandana Arti and Santi Pat. Uh, thank you, uh, Sri Rangji, for sharing the Sarved wisdom with us. Thank you, Vijay Ji, for explaining the meaning of uh, Niyamit and Vidivat Sadhana. And thank you all. The participants for making this satsang a successful satsang and hope 
we learn from today's satsang and uh, we incorporate those in our daily lives and slowly you know move towards uh, you know to the ultimate goal of uh, spirituality and do the needful so as we know navy has been conducting this sunday virtual satsang and vihangam yoga initiation workshops over usa and north america over the last few years any queries related to this can be sent to an email to info at vihangamyoga.org and uh, uh, we all will be meeting next Sunday satsang at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the same Zoom meeting. Uh, till then, you all have a wonderful day and a week and uh, Jai Sadhguru Dev to all of you.